This week's top stories. The SAFE Banking Act is finally headed for first U.S. Senate vote. Republican Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives agrees to hold a debate and vote on federal legalization. Delaware becomes the 22nd U.S. state to legalize adult-use cannabis without Governor John Carney's signature. The first medical cannabis dispensaries in Georgia are now officially open to serve the state's 30,000 patients. Organogram launches a federal legal battle against Health Canada's decision on classification of its lozenges. Colorado lawmakers have sent bills to the governor that would allow online cannabis sales. And the House of Representatives in Texas has given its initial approval to a bill aimed at decriminalizing cannabis in the state. Hi there, and welcome along to this week's edition of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Quick reminder, if you haven't yet, please do us a favor, click the follow button in whichever podcast app you're listening to this in. Now let's get into those stories. Safe Banking Act finally headed for first vote. Marijuana companies could secure financial services and confusion over banking for hemp operators could be clarified after the reintroduction of the Secure and Fair Enforcement Safe Banking Act in the US Senate. The measure, which is strongly supported by both Republican and Democrat lawmakers, has passed the House of Representatives seven times previously. But the Senate has never voted on the SAFE Act, which stalled in the lawmaking process last year. The legislation now goes before the Senate Banking Committee ahead of a first Senate vote. Current rules discourage banks from providing financial services to marijuana businesses because their products are designated Schedule 1 drugs and are not legal at the federal level, although as many as 40 states allow the products. Banks are under threat of having their federal deposit insurance discontinued or limited and could face criminal prosecution, liability and asset forfeiture by serving marijuana companies. Republican Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives to hold a debate and vote. The Republican Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives has agreed to hold a committee debate and vote on a bill to federally legalize marijuana, the GOP congresswoman who is sponsoring the legislation says. As one condition of her support for leadership's unrelated proposal to raise the debt ceiling and cut various federal programs, Representative Nancy Mace secured a committee markup of the State's Reform Act that she filed last session, her office told Marijuana Moment on Thursday. That bill, which has not yet been refiled for the new Congress, would end federal marijuana prohibition while taking steps to ensure the businesses in existing state markets can continue to operate unencumbered by changing federal rules. Mace's legislation was one of several cannabis reform proposals that were considered during a House Oversight Subcommittee hearing last year, but it did not ultimately receive a vote. Delaware becomes 22nd US state to legalize adult use cannabis. Democratic Governor John Carney lobbied against two cannabis legalization bills last year, but in April 23, he acknowledged that his state of Delaware was seeing bigger community problems every day. So he said the laws can go into effect without his signature, overriding state-level penalties for marijuana possession and setting rules for a regulated market. Last Sunday, therefore, the first bill went into effect ending prosecution and civil penalties for possession of cannabis flour and other products for personal use, including 
marijuana paraphernalia by persons 21 and older. As such, possession of up to one ounce of cannabis flower, up to 12 grams of concentrates or edibles containing 750 milligrams or less of THC is now legal in Delaware. In addition, penalties for marijuana-related violations have been reduced to a civil fine for those under the age of 21. A second bill will introduce and regulate the licensing system to regulate marijuana production and retail. This will allow for the issuance of up to 30 marijuana retail licenses, 30 manufacturing licenses, 60 cultivation licenses, and five testing station licenses. The law went into effect last Thursday. Fellow activists who worked on the legalization of cannabis in Delaware are extremely pleased that after years of lobbying, collaboration, and grassroots organizing, legalization is a reality in their state. Medical dispensaries in Georgia officially open. There are nearly 30,000 registered medical cannabis patients in Georgia, but for years they've had no option to legally purchase and obtain the product they've been prescribed. That changed on Friday, when the state's first medical marijuana dispensaries opened their doors for business. The medical cannabis company Trueleave is behind each retailer located in Macon and Marietta. We believe that access to medical cannabis improves lives, and Trueleave is proud to be the first to provide that access to the state of Georgia, said Trueleave CEO Kim Rivers in a press release. We look forward to providing high-quality products and an elite experience. Organogram launches federal legal battle against Health Canada's decision. Canadian marijuana operator Organogram Holdings is asking a federal court to quash a Health Canada decision that the company's popular ingestible cannabis lozenges should be classified and regulated as edibles instead of extracts. The legal challenge could have broader implications for Canada's regulated cannabis sector and affect millions of dollars of sales of high-potency lozenges and similar products. I think a lot of people in the industry will be waiting to see what the results of this is, because if Organogram's successful, I think that could lead to more challenges in the future," said lawyer Ranjeev Dillon, who's not involved with Organogram's case. Organogram revealed the court proceedings against the Federal Health Department when it posted quarterly results earlier this month. Colorado lawmakers have sent bills to the governor. Colorado lawmakers have sent bills to the governor that would allow online marijuana sales and bolster protections for working professionals in the state. The online sales legislation from Representatives William Linstead, Saeed Charbini and Robert Rodriguez passed the House last month and cleared the Senate in a 32-12 third reading vote on Monday. It would strike language from existing statute that explicitly prohibits cannabis from being sold on the internet while adding regulations to provide for online commerce. Adults 21 and over would still need to physically pick up the marijuana products from the retailer, but they could browse and electronically purchase cannabis online. The bill says that retailers would be required to verify the name and age of the customer at the time of the online purchase, and that information would have to match identification that they'd provide when they come to pick up the products. of Representatives in Texas given its initial approval to a bill. The Texas House of Representatives has given its initial approval to a bill aimed at decriminalizing cannabis in the state. Earlier this Wednesday, a committee heard testimony about a separate bill to legalize and regulate cannabis sales more broadly. 
The House passed Democratic Congressman Joe Moody's bill at second reading, preparing it for final passage in the House. I'm very proud to present to you a bill that will reduce taxes, improve economic opportunity for Texans, and strengthen law enforcement's ability to respond to serious crime, Moody said. Bill 218 changes the way we enforce laws relating to possession of cannabis for personal use. Possession of a small amount of cannabis is still legal, but we're approaching it in a smarter way than today, he added. And now, Europe's headlines. Over 1,000 delegates descend on London for Cannabis Europa. The ninth edition of Europe's leading cannabis conference, Cannabis Europa, returned to the Barbican Centre for the first time since its inception in 2018 this week, bringing together over a thousand industry leaders, key policymakers from across the EU, and patient representatives. Prohibition Partners CEO Stephen Murphy welcomed attendees to the Barbican's Theatre on Tuesday morning, highlighting the venue as a beacon for creativity in the UK and stating the need for creativity in the cannabis industry was also so essential. Harking back to the first ever Cannabis Europa in 2018, Mr Murphy recalled that there were little to no patients, companies or regulations across the EU. He added that while it's easy to get frustrated at the lack of change and pace in the industry, we must remember how far it's come in such a short amount of time. Furthermore, he highlighted that there's still a need for integration of patients across the industry and that it must continue to put patients at the centre of its business models. After a lively first day of sessions focused on the future of the cannabis industry, the second day of Cannabis Europa London 2023 opened with a look back at the industry's very beginnings. A full recap of day one and day two's panel discussions are available at businessofcannabis.com. Tickets for Cannabis Europa London 2024 are now already on sale via cannabis-europa.com. Medipro Can Pharma GmbH partners with 314 Pure Limited to offer next-level Canadian cannabis to the German market. The pharmaceutical company Medipro Can Pharma GmbH has announced a new partnership with 314 Pure Limited, a licensed producer of high-quality cannabis in Canada. The partnership aims to offer the growth premium cannabis outside Canada and to provide the patient with a wider range of top-quality cannabis products. 314 Pure is preparing for an upcoming GMP audit in the summer, which will be accompanied and co-prepared by the Media Pro Can Pharma GmbH and the German authorities. In the future, the supply of patients in Germany should be insured by non-irradiated, high-quality medicinal cannabis from Canada. We're thrilled to partner with 314 Pure to bring next-level quality cannabis products to the German market, said Medipro Can CEO Felix Kuhl. Our collaboration with 314 Pure will allow us to combine our expertise and resources to create innovative medical cannabis products that meet the growing demand of German patients. The first strains that Medipro Can will distribute exclusivity in the German market are set to hit the German market by the end of the year. Safricana eyes explosive global growth following EU GMP certification milestone. Safricana, the largest producer of medical cannabis in Africa, has received confirmation of its EU GMP certification and outline plans to drive fast growth through the global expansion of its sales. EU GMP Part 1 certification is a major milestone for the company, 
enabling Safri Kana to continue expanding its footprint in Germany while entering new markets such as the UK and Poland. EU GMP certification is required by producers of medical cannabis outside of the EU who wish to export to countries in the European Union. The certification demonstrates the company's commitment to the production of high-quality THC medicinal cannabis flowers that follow EU GMP principles and guidelines. Safricana operates the largest and most advanced cannabis production facility in South Africa, situated at Centurion, Gotang. The facility is located at an altitude of 1,500 meters, which is optimal for cannabis production. Centurion also has more than 280 sunny days per year, making it the perfect location for cannabis growing. The company has also reconfirmed that it will invest $40 million on expanding its current facilities with a view to increasing its production to 25,000 kilos of cannabis flowers a year, from 5,000 kilos in the immediate term. Hilltop Leaf officially commences trading in the UK. Scotland-based medical cannabis cultivation and extraction business Hilltop Leaf has announced a new supply deal with Australian medical cannabis firm Little Green Pharma, LGP, Business of Cannabis Can Reveal. The development's a major step forward for the company, which was recently at the centre of the UK's first parliamentary debate on medical cannabis in the UK, meaning that it's officially commenced trading in the UK. It comes just months after Hilltop secured £2 million in private investment enabling it to scale its operations and accelerate its path to revenue generation in the UK. With a license to import, store and supply finished CBPMs in the UK and a recently completed 11,000 square meter cultivation and production facility, the company is poised to become one of the new wave of UK cannabis companies, driving to replace the country's reliance on medical cannabis imports with domestic supply. While the company's ultimate goal is to become one of the few UK-based companies to deliver medicines and support to UK patients and help reduce the country's reliance on imports, the distribution operation will crucially enable the company to begin trading in the UK for the first time since its inception in 2019. Protect Our Patients campaign launched A new campaign calling for GPs to be allowed to prescribe medical cannabis to their patients has been launched by a group of leading industry organisations. The campaign, led by the Cannabis Industry Council, the CIC, the Medical Cannabis Clinicians Society, MCCS, Voltface and Maple Tree Consultants, is calling for GPs to have the same rights as consultants. Initially, the Protect Our Patients campaign is reaching out across industry to seek support from other organisations who share the same desire for change. Professor Mike Barnes, who founded both the MCCS and CIC, commented, The current model for medical cannabis, where only consultants can prescribe, is simply not working in the interests of the majority of patients. We're calling for a meaningful yet uncontroversial change for GPs to be allowed to prescribe medical cannabis to their patients. This change can be made in a relatively straightforward manner, and we will be setting out details in due course. We urge the industry to unite around this important agenda to protect our patients. Cannabis Events A few upcoming events to invite you to. We're hoping to see you there. Business of Cannabis New York City Sessions, the 7th of June, 2023. Whilst licenses are finally being issued in New York, grey market operators are still taking a big slice of the pie. How are the first legal dispensaries to enter the industry? Very. How will the next wave of operators perform? 
How soon until we see progress in regards to consumption spaces? Join us in the heart of the Big Apple at Work and Roll for an intimate night of talks, networking, an open bar providing beer and wine all night, plus a dedicated cannabis consumption lounge. Business of Cannabis New York, the 4th of October 2023, will once again bring together the most influential businesses, financial institutions, and policymakers from across the sector for a packed one-day program, providing best-in-class networking with key industry figures, sought-after insights, and a trusted knowledge hub for the New York cannabis industry. Get your tickets today and join us on October the 4th in New York. The link for these events in the show notes. Well, that's it for another edition of the Cannabis Weekly Podcast. Please do make sure you're following us in your favorite podcast app, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or something else. And you can get the links to follow the podcast in any app you like by going to businessofcannabis.com. New episodes every Friday, and I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode.